0: Good evening. It is Kirk Henderson and Josh Bowe. We're recording after midnight East Coast time. The Mavericks just finished... Whew. one of the wildest basketball games that will not make sense to historians years from now they just finished off a come from behind victory against the Denver nuggets they won 109 to 103 I have a feeling Josh you and I could talk about this game for a while but let's let's just get to the best stuff and get on out of here so so I'll, I'll let you kick us off
1: uh yeah just the the monumental historic performance from the bench was absolutely wild uh, all the Five bench players that came into the game, scored in double figures. The Mavs had, what, nine players scoring double figures tonight. Just absolutely wild. Uh, probably easily the worst game uh, Chris Stops has played this season and might have been the worst game I've ever seen Luka play from his rookie year till now. Uh, and the Mavericks were still able to beat one of the probably top two team in the West on the road. And yeah, Denver is second out of a back-to-back, but still uh, just just like one of the most improbable wins I've seen the Mavericks pull out in the last like five years. Uh, and it, it feels good to, to be excited. Like they like, that's an impressive win that they had no business winning.
0: Like that that is a robbery of a game. I got uh, I got a message from uh the homie Skyler in Dallas and all he said was never deserved to win less, but three and one. <laughs> <laughs> that that about sums it up. I mean that was
1: I mean I don't even know where to you know, I want to start with the bench, but like I mean I have like Luca was t- <laughs> terrible
0: like that was a he was I want to circle so, back on Luca let's talk about yeah, the yeah, bench no. first let's talk about Delon Wright tell me about tell me what you think about Delon Wright's game because Brunson kind of had the flashier box score but Wright to me was really like the impact dude is that too much of a read or or what do you think
1: no because uh, I think Wright's defense was just phenomenal uh he had a steal um and he kind of helped on on Harris and Jamal Murray I know Murray had a good game but he didn't really finish with it you know, he finished with a couple of misses in the fourth quarter. Uh, I, I just love Wright's pace to the game. He f- it felt like he kind of settled things down when, when in that first half it felt like everything was kind of falling apart with the Mavericks' offense. You know, Luca wasn't hitting. Kristaps wasn't hitting. Uh, it was just a weird game. And then Wright comes in and his defense is great. He's able to get to the rim, uh, you know, when he wants. You know, he's not the – you know, like you said, he's not the flashiest kind of player. He, he kind of plays to – the beat of his own drum so to speak you know he just he kind of maneuvers and, and grooves his way to the basket and you know like we've talked about before he doesn't really separate uh cleanly all the time but but then you look and he's he's at the rim again and again and again And and he just had a huge push i think for them uh, in this game, if, you know, finishing with, you know, it's a modest stat line, you know, 12 points, but he had six assists and three rebounds. Mm-hmm. He played really well off the ball. I think when the, the the Nuggets were very keen on trapping Luka tonight, because I think that's the kind of the dirty secret about Luka is that of uh, all the things that he can handle uh, when de- when defenses kind of trap him hard and aggressively, uh, that's probably his one of his weak spots. And when they did that, you know, you've got the big, you know, in the, in the middle of the floor open and Luca would hit that pass. And I think right two or three times, uh, as soon as the big made that catch would cut along the baseline and got a nice finish for a layup. Uh, just, so just really smart, uh, heads up play from him tonight, uh, you know, I think he's earned a starting spot. Uh, he's earned a lot the of minutes at, yes, at that, a yes,
0: minimum. He yes. It, t- tell me if you you're you're really a lot better by analyzing specific plays than me. But I feel like, and I'm I, I hate my own comparison as it's in my head. I feel like he does that thing that JJ Barea is really good at, where when he gets a guy on his hip and he has a little bit of an angle, he keeps the he keeps the defender there and then makes his way all the way to the rim without like drawing enough help. Because he seemed to get to the rim with no other defenders at least three or four times tonight as he had the ball. And like that sort of like motion is really incredible because, you know, he's a big guy. I mean, he's not like 6'8 or anything like that, but he's at least a solid 6'4, 6'5. And that's enough if you can get there and the shot blocker is not there to get the ball up. Am I, is that right? Or or what do you think there?
1: Yeah, it's, it's like a lot of deception. And he just, he gets to the rim faster than you think he is because he's Mm -hmm. not necessarily a guy that beats you with his first step. And like you said, you know, he's kind of got that Berea thing where he kind of gets the defender behind you and you think he's going to maybe poke and prod, but he keeps his dribble live. And then one dribble, he's at the rim before the defense can even come over and, and, and help. And, and it, yeah, he's just I love watching him play and I love his fit on this team because this is what they needed. You know, when they got him, this is what they needed they needed secondary playmaking secondary ball handling another guy that could kind of slash and play off of the space that Luca and Kristaps are going to create Uh, obviously since he came off the bench he wasn't necessarily playing with those guys but but just in general they just needed another guy that can do that Uh, you know they can't just expect Luca and KP to create all the offense out of thin air you know they desperately needed a third quality ball handler and you know hey they've got him and they've got brunson so they've got a couple of options now and, and curry started and he looked uh he looked okay despite being part of that starting lineup that was just putrid to start the game but uh yeah it was great to see i just i loved everything that right did tonight
0: so did did you have the 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 broadcast on because mark followell said something uh towards the tail end of the game that i found to be simply outstanding i put it as it was in the lead sentence of my recap the last time mavericks had nine players scoring double digits was against the seattle supersonics in 1986 and like the final score was in the 140s well that's wild (laughs) yeah so that was was just a fun little like stat thing to throw out it was I really, I really got a kick out of that one. Um, I mean, I suppose we could probably just keep talking about the bench all night. I've been really, I've been really pleased, and I, I we should probably move on from the bench after this, but the way Maxi Kleba has been, I think he might be the second most important maverick at the at this juncture in time. Uh Porzingis is obviously gonna round into it, but his his Porzingis' output just seems to come in spurts. Whereas Maxi just kind of keeps chugging along, you know, uh, moving aside from the the game ceiling block, uh, which which was just incredible, he his ability to be a versatile defender, he's gotten I don't remember him being this effective of a role man. I think that you know some of that is credit to Luca with some of the brilliant passes, but he did he was just really nifty tonight, uh, in terms of how he played, you know. Jokic or Jokic is a, is a really tough guy to guard. And, you know, he, he looked, he he looked rather disinterested, but he, he was, I, I would say Klebo was, is kind of the unsung hero of that bench group. I just thought he was outstanding.
1: Yeah. He was wonderful. And, you know, he still wasn't, you know, necessarily hitting his threes. you know, He was one of four from three, you know, that that's okay. When you consider everything else he brings and you, and you bring up the, the good point about him seemingly being a better role guy this year. I've always felt that he's kind of been capable of this. Cause when you watch him his first year and then, you know, last season, you got these glimpses and he's a really good finisher, like in traffic, like he dunks, he tries to dunk the ball pretty much every time he gets near the basket. Mm-hmm. And like he, he just kind of sneakily is one of the best dunkers on the team. You just wouldn't really think about it because he just didn't really get that many opportunities because, you know, they had Dwight Powell, you know, last year they had Powell and DeAndre Jordan and they really want Kleba to be kind of a a spacing guy uh, with his shot, but without Powell uh, being hurt with the hamstring, I think he's really, I wonder if that was a focus for him over the summer or just, you know, be a better screener, be a better roller, kind of understand, uh, that aspect of the game. Cause like you said, with Luca, you, 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 need to be, you need to be ready for the pass at all times. Uh, Cause Luca will pass you open, even if you don't think that you're open. And yeah, he was great. Uh, you know, six, 12 from the floor, 14 points. Seven rebounds, three blocks, uh, yeah, he was just crucial. It felt like every winning spurt that the Mavericks played tonight, you know whether it was the second quarter when they got back into it, you know the late third, fourth quarter where they were kind of running the nuggets off the floor, you know, it just felt like he was he had a hand in, in everything, and you know they really need that defense from him because they've got it just such a weird team in terms of their defenders, you know Justin Jackson and Finney Smith are probably their best wing guys. Uh, and then after that, Delon's probably their best guard for for defense. And then, you know, you got Persingas as a rim protector. And then Kleba kind of floats in between all of those guys. And when you're playing lineups with Curry, and you're playing lineups with Luca, and even Wright, and you're you know, if you can't get Finney Smith or you can't get Jackson on the floor with the lineups you're running, Kleba is just indispensable in kind of bridging that gap, maybe guarding a perimeter guy helping funnel, you know, if Luca has to is overmatched on defense, you know, Luca helping, you know, Luca funnel uh, players to him, you know, I think he does a really good job of being aware on the floor when to help. Uh, And he did that again tonight. and, And yeah, he was he was terrific
0: okay well now that we have you know we're really excited about that win because that means they head in and face the lakers who are who are likely let me see what what they're playing right now at the moment I, they they're playing the memphis grizzlies who i think is a likely victory for them just based off of how wow the grizzlies are up okay that's basketball for you um <laughs> the mavericks host the lakers on friday which could be a, a heck of a matchup and i think we you know before we get to that or you know we'll get to that obviously on friday but uh I I, I'm really confused about this Luka Doncic game. I have never seen him play like that. That's the first game that I have seen him play. I'm sure there's, there's games from when he was younger where he looked shook, legitimately shook. And it's absolutely not a cause for concern, but that's two straight games where he was making very poor decisions with the shot. Uh, I, you know, my running bit for the year is going to be complaining how many wide open shots guys miss from from Luca passes. That's just going to be my deal, I think. But he, he really just he didn't look good. I him and Porzingis are not. I don't know if they're not running enough pick and roll or if it's like you said the traps are really frustrating him. But you know, he looked afraid to shoot. Thank God he made that that driving layup. But between the missed free throws at the end of the fourth quarter. And a couple of like the sloppy delivery on passes, like he he just looked uncomfortable, and that's you know you never you never want to see that. You hope that they can figure it out. I'm really I'm surprised and also glad that Carlisle wrote it out with him. I think that's the sort of thing that goes that goes a long ways during um, you know, more trying times. But uh, I, I don't really know what to say. I, I, I I'm glad they won. Hopefully this will, this will just be a blip on the season. So what do you think?
1: Yeah, it was it was really weird because um, the first even in the Portland game, you know, he didn't have a great fourth quarter with the shot selection. But the first three quarters and then the other two previous games, I was just uh, just amazed by how comfortable he looked inside the three point line with his shot and, and scoring near the rim. Uh, he was just phenomenal getting getting to the basket, using fakes, doing what he needed to do to to finish near the rim. And tonight, it just seemed like he just did not want to go past the free throw line. And whether that was Denver's defense or whether Luca just wasn't feeling it, you're playing in Denver, the high altitude, uh, you know, it was just weird. You know, he just wasn't as assertive as he normally is on. Yeah, that's
0: kind of my thought. Like, there's been no in-between game whatsoever. Except for now, no, he had a he had a pretty crispy play to in the first quarter of, of the game on Sunday night. But, you know, middle of the second quarter on throughout this entire game, he just looked uncomfortable. And that's such a strange thing.
1: Yeah. And it's yeah, it's just something we're not used to. You know, we just don't really see this from him all the time. And, and then maybe it's just a step back to be like, hey, he's a 20 year old like this you know this will happen like maybe that's just how we have to look at it as a hey this is just the natural course of things like every star no matter what their age is just going to look like this when they're not even 21 years old yet you know still in his second year in the league mm-hmm. um, we're just kind of spoiled by how great he's been but yeah it was just a weird game um and then chris stops, uh bless his heart for staying locked in in the fourth quarter when he easily could have tuned out with how bad he was on offense. I thought he was, he was really good at uh, guarding the rim and rebounding in the fourth quarter when they really needed it. But man on offense, I mean, it wasn't, you know, he's got that, that, that thing that Dirk, you know, they're both these big guys with these beautiful looking shots and it kind of makes it feel like every shot they take is an open shot. And Kristaps really believed that tonight. I mean, the threes he was taking, I mean, they were not even running offense. It was one pass shot, one or two passes, another shot. You know, they're not even running any action. It was just bring the ball up the floor, and then when Kristaps touched it, he just pretty much immediately jacked it up. And I'm like, I'm all for him getting you know seven, eight three point shots a game, but man, they really needed to run some offense and get Denver moving. You know, they just didn't – they let Denver off the hook, uh, the starters did. They just really didn't press them. And especially on the second out of a back-to-back, you know, you're hoping they have tired legs. And I think that's what the bench did. You know, think about how much the bench was pushing it. That's another thing about Luca. He really walked the ball up the floor a lot tonight, which is, you know, not really like him all the time. Uh, right. So, so I didn't like that, and I think that was the major difference in the bench. Now that got back in the game, Brunson and Wright were pedal to the metal; like they were, they were not letting Denver uh, sit back on their heels. Um, but yeah, that was a weird Kristaps game as well, offensively. But like I said, the rebounds and the rim protection in the fourth quarter—that's a good sign because you know, with KP, the the stories coming out of New York are kind of like you know, body, watch out for body language and picking up bad habits from playing with a dysfunctional team and he certainly looked locked in despite you know on defense at least despite the fact that his offensive game uh,
0: abandoned him right right well hopefully this will be a blip i think luca will probably have a really big bounce back game i i i do need them to to run you know i have a number of people in my mentions tonight asking why they're not running more pick and roll i i think what they really mean is why isn't there more pick and roll where luca's going downhill um you and I have laughed about this for years. It seems like like uh, the idea of a screen is more is it's like a concept because Luca just doesn't <laughs> use, he doesn't use screeners a lot of the time. Like he runs within like a four foot gap. There's no like rubbing of hips and the stuff that you know they used to teach us back when we were in high school a million years ago. It's just more of like a, a guy stands here and then maybe you know drags his feet a little bit and rolls or pops. It's very odd hope but you know they're playing against lebron james and the lakers and he seems to really get it up for big games uh and and you know maybe the lakers will be reeling you know we got about another quarter to play for them so this could be you know a real opportunity for the mavericks to put a stamp on on their early season where you know they they've they've played they've won three games they lost one tight one you know based off of you know things that are really within their control so so hopefully you know we're we're at the they're at the real start of something we've talked on our previous you know uh, posts and podcasts about how the Mavericks need to get a good start to the year and and right now I this is three and one after four games I you know obviously we'd like to be four and oh but with where we've been the last half decade this is this is about as happy as I could be right now what do you think
1: yeah for sure uh it's a it's a great start especially uh with some of the uh, the question marks I had over the summer being like what are they gonna get out of this team past Luca and KP tonight felt like the middle finger (laughs) to to that theory because all right before we we, before we go we gotta mention this Vinny Smith uh two two from three Justin Jackson two two from three Tim Hardaway Jr. four of six that saved the game and if they don't if those guys don't hit those shots Uh, The Denver could have ran away with this game when they were kind of surging in in the first quarter. Uh, So you got to hand it to them. You know, I'm sure both of us uh, have question marks on how sustainable that is. But for tonight, uh, they were tremendous and they finally got shot making from from
0: other sources of their big stars. Well, we're going to ride this one for a couple of days. Guys, we won't, uh, we won't see you again until late Friday night where I suspect Josh and I will hop on and do this again because we're having a really good time with it. As usual, spread the word, tell your friends, search, uh, search for us uh, on your uh, various podcast services, Mavs Moneyball Podcast, give us five stars. You know the drill. Thank you for joining us tonight, guys. Once again, this has been Josh Bo and Kirk Henderson with Mavs Moneyball After Dark. We'll see you out there.